The NBA draft is about two weeks away and the Lakers have the highest pick they have had in years. Are they going to keep it or are they going to use it in a trade package? No one quite knows, but this is a very deep draft with a lot of great prospects and there have been a few recently that have been linked to the purple and gold. So let's break it down. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, the draft is uh, fast approaching. Yes, Hannah. The uh, Lakers offseason is in full swing at this point after a really exciting playoff run. First up is the draft in about two weeks, as you said. And there have been a number of mock drafts out there, and it seems like there's some consistency as to who the Lakers might get or might be able to get. So you and I have compiled a list of the four people who we think the Lakers should take a look at if they're still available at number 17. Now, we should stress that at least three of these four are projected to go higher than 17 on some mock draft boards, but there's also a possibility they could be available. And if so... They could be some pretty exciting prospects, although they're all very young. They're going to take some time. They could be a great, you know, setup for the future. Exactly. And, you know, it's interesting because, as we all know, on draft night, really anything can happen. So, like you said, even though some of these guys are technically projected to go a little bit earlier than that 17th pick, the Lakers could get lucky and get one of them. So, let's just get right into our list. The first guy, Dad, Jet Howard. Um, he's a guard out of Michigan, freshman. He's actually Juan Howard's son. He's 6'8". He's a sharp shooter. He averaged 14.2 points, 2.8 rebounds, 2 assists. He's arguably one of the best shooters in the draft. He was actually first um, on Michigan in teams threes and second in points overall. So he's one of those guys that if the Lakers are looking to just get a, a sharp shooter, he would be a great pickup for them. Now, the only downside to him is, like I said, he's a guard, but he only averages two assists. So he's not necessarily the uh, the best playmaker, but as a shooter, he's really good. Yeah, Hannah, he's an interesting prospect. As you said, you know, he's Juwan Howard's son. So he's been around basketball his entire life. Um, He's a young guy. He's only 19 years old. uh, And so he's got just a little experience. He did well as a freshman. It's really hard to evaluate freshmen. They only get one year. But by all appearances, um, again, starting with the fact that he's 6'8". You know, 6'8", wingmen in the NBA are a premium, Hannah. There's not that many of them who can shoot. You know, this guy can apparently play make a little bit. He's, you know, he's a prospect. He's going to take some time. Uh, And so the Lakers will have to maybe be a little bit patient. But there is a thought that he's got a tremendous upside. He is 6'8". He is basically a guard, although he can also play forward. So... He's a versatile guy. I think, uh, you know, he's going to need some help on the defensive end for sure. Uh, You know, but again, as a prospect, some people are very intrigued by him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Dad, the next guy on our list here we have is, is Jordan Hawkins. Now, When you say, obviously, when you think of the draft, a lot of these guys, like you said, are prospects. They're going to take some time to develop. But Jordan Hawkins is actually a guy that could make an immediate impact. Now, he's a 6'5 guard from Connecticut. He could be the best shooter, at least from three-point range in the draft. I I hate to say this because, obviously, whenever you say someone resembles Steph uh, Curry and Klay Thompson, it's a little bit of a stretch. But if you watch this kid play, the way he shoots off the screens, it's unbelievable, Dad. I mean, he is such a great three-point shooter. He's one of the guys 
in the draft that could really come on the Lakers and have an immediate impact, especially from the offensive and the three-point shooting side of things. Yeah, Hannah, I've noticed on a lot of Laker fan pages and boards, this is the guy that a lot of people want the Lakers to get. Now, it's a bit of a stretch. He could very well be taken earlier in the draft, but there is some thought that he might be available at number 17. If he is, I suspect he's the guy the Lakers are going to take because, as you said, he is arguably the best or certainly one of the best shooters from three-point range and otherwise in this, uh, in this draft. And he's also a solid defender. Another thing that I think the Lakers might like about him is he played college ball for two years. So he's not, unlike the other people we're talking about who are all 19 years old, uh, he's 21 years old. The Lakers like that. Somebody with a little more maturity, a little more experience. Uh, you know, he shot 39% from three-point range. And interestingly, he shot 89% from the free throw line. You and I have talked in other podcasts, Hannah, how we think, you know, free throw uh, success is an indication of whether somebody really is a good shooter or not. So again, this is a guy who I think if he's available at number 17, many Laker fans want the team to take. And Han, I tend to agree with him. Yeah, I completely agree. You know, I think he's the guy that if we could just wave our magic wand and really get anyone with our pick, he would definitely be the one to get. Now it's going to, you know, take a little bit of the basketball gods being on our side because again, he is projected to go a little bit earlier, but you really do just, you know, never know. The Lakers could get lucky. Next guy, Dad, uh, Kobe Bufkin, guard from Michigan, 6'4", sophomore again, so get, has an extra year of playing. I obviously have a little bit of a soft spot for this guy because he was, you know, named after Kobe. Average 14 points, 4.5 rebounds, 2.9 assists, and one and a half steals per game. So, this guy is, is, if you're looking for more of a, a defender, this is the guy that the Lakers should get. He's got really quick hands, like I said, uh, average that steal per game. He was selected in the third team of the All-NBA Big Ten. He's only 19, though, and 195 pounds, but if the Lakers are looking to, uh, to pick up a guard that's really great on the defensive side of things this would be the guy that they should go after. Yeah, Hannah, let's take a little bit of time with him because on the draft boards that I've seen, on the mock draft boards, this is the guy who is projected to be the one that the Lakers are going to get. Now, again, he could go higher, but for some reason, most people seem to think he's going to be available when the Lakers select at number 17. And if so, most of the experts seem to think this is the guy they're going to take. Now, uh, he went to the University of Michigan with Jet Howard, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, he's a 6'5 guard, supposedly has a very high IQ, a lot of quickness, a lot of speed, um, 30, excuse me, 85% from the three pro, free throw line, which as I said before, I think is a good indication of someone's potential as a shooter. Uh, he was 36% from three-point range, um, lots of energy, has potential on defense, supposedly is a pretty good defender. So again, this is a good two-way player. Again, we're going to have to be patient. He's a young guy. It's going to take a little time to develop, like Max Christie last year. But a lot of people think this guy has significant potential. Yeah, one of the main reasons that I like Kobe so much is the fact that, you know, not only is he a pretty good shooter, but he's 
really great on the defensive side of things. He led Michigan with 43 steals uh, last season. So he's a guy that, again, if the Lakers are looking to kind of get that guard who can not only shoot but also play well on defense, which, as we all know, the Lakers are really hanging their hats uh, on the defensive side of things, that he would be a really good pickup. Obviously, though, going to take a little bit of time to develop because he is only 19 years old but has a ton of upside potential on both ends of the floor. Dad, last guy here. Uh, Derek Lively II. Now, this is a center from Duke, 7-1. He led all freshmen nationally in blocks per game. He averaged 2.4 blocks per game, which is really impressive on its own, but also the fact that he only played 20 minutes per game. He only averaged 20 minutes because he was also playing on a roster that featured uh, Kyle Filipowski, who's also, you know, a big center for Duke. So he shot 65.8% from the floor. But the thing about Derek is that he has a great ability to really block and alter shots, of course, because of his size. So this is a guy, especially if the Lakers want to go out and they want to get another center, which as we all know, the Lakers could use another center. Um, he would be the guy, especially when you look at his ability to, to really block and alter shots on, and protect the rim. Yeah, Hannah, a very interesting prospect. Um, it's probably less likely that the Lakers would pick him than the other players for two reasons. Number one, most draft boards have him going higher than number 17. So it's questionable. I saw at least one which had him you know, available to us at 17, but most of them have him a little bit higher. And number two... I'm not sure that the Lakers, whether I agree with this or not, I'm not sure the Lakers are going to be willing to part with a 17th, uh, 17th pick for a center. You know, again, I keep hearing that center is not that important a position, that everything is about the wings, yet I see what Jokic is doing for Denver and, and all the other big, tough centers in the league. So I don't quite understand that. I know the Lakers are going to need a center. That was a weak spot, a backup center uh, and this guy has a lot of potential. He is a great defender, even as a young guy. Again, we're talking another young guy here. Great shot blocker, great rim protector. Didn't do much offensively, but apparently he wasn't very aggressive in trying to do much offensively. But somebody's going to get this guy, and a lot of people think whoever does is going to be really getting a good player for the future. Yeah, it's so crazy because when you think of this modern NBA right now, you know, you're right, Dad. It is all about the wings, all about the shooting, all about the the guys who can knock down those shots. But it used to be all about the center back in the day. So it is really just crazy to see how much the uh, the center position is kind of just not really uh, thought after as to be that important. But definitely if the Lakers are looking to get another big, which like I said, they could use a backup center, this would be a good pickup. Yeah, Hannah, again, they're going to need a backup center. And as we know, Anthony Davis, even though he played the entire season last year at center, he doesn't love playing center. I, I really think they're going to need another guy who can come in and, and help you know, both maintain the lead and maybe even stretch the lead when Anthony Davis goes to the, to the bench. This guy has a lot of potential. But Hannah, let's, let's just talk for a second about whether the Lakers should or should not keep the 17th pick. Because there's a lot of debate about it right now. You have to figure that LeBron doesn't care anything about a draft pick right now. He's probably only got one or two years left for the Lakers. So he'd probably love to take that draft pick, package it with somebody else, and go get a player who can help them next year. And of course, there's some appeal to that, Hannah. But at the same time, remember, because LeBron's only going to be around for another year or two, 
The Lakers need young players. They need to think beyond the LeBron James era at this point. That's the only intelligent thing to do, which is why I think uh, they should keep this pick and take it if there's a guy that they can get that they really want. But I'm not, you know, we're going to have to wait and see if that's what happens. Yeah, I'm kind of on the fence because I agree with you. You know, you don't want to get yourself in a situation like we were when Kobe retired and all of a sudden we have, you know, no young prospects and our, our future is kind of uh, destroyed and we're kind of just going through six, seven years of just absolute terrible uh, basketball play and in just complete turmoil. But, you know, at the same time, I do understand and I kind of think the Lakers are going to be leaning towards if they could use this pick in a package to get a player. Now, of course, it's going to depend on, on who they could get with it. But I think if the Lakers can get someone uh, that they, they have their eyes on and they've got to throw in this pick, I think they're definitely going to do it. Um, but it's going to definitely be really interesting to see. But I, I kind of, I go back and forth, Dad, where one day I'm like, we should keep it because, you know, for the Lakers' future, especially if we can get one of these these guys here that we mentioned today, but then I also think, well, if we could get someone really good and use it as a trade package, maybe we should just trade it. So I go back and forth. It's going to be really interesting to uh, to see what the purple and gold do. But Laker fam, I think that's going to be it for today's show. Those are the uh, four guys that my dad and I think would be the best fit for the Lakers. But I'm curious to what you guys have to say. Who do you think would be uh, the best fit for the Lakers to get with that 17th pick? Do you like any of the guys that my dad and I listed today? Or is there someone else out there that you think would be better suited? And also let me know what you think the Lakers are going to do with that pick. Do you think they should keep it? Do you think they should use it as a trade package? Let me know. You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. And of course, you can also always message me on Instagram. My Instagram's at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, Laker hand and Laker daughter out. Bye, everyone.